1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: You are tuned in to the most uncorrupt soccer radio show in all of the world. It's World Soccer Talk Radio I am Nate Abrea. I am not a crook. World Soccer Talk Radio, forever. I will be the host forever. Nobody will take me down. My friends Jack Warner, my friends Chuck Blazer, my friends Michel Platini, they're just my friends. I never handed any any money to them. Tweet me all your takes on the show at NateWST and tweet us at World Soccer Talk. Also follow at Sports USA on Twitter for updates on this show and the rest within the fantastic Sports Byline Familia, thanks for tuning us in on all the affiliates across the country live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time, and thanks for subscribing to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and WorldSoccerTalk.com. We're going to be talking quite a bit about the latest FIFA news, the Swiss criminal investigation, finally, of Set Blatter offices have been raided documents have been seized Michel platini is involved in this now uh, it's just ongoing what does it all mean why is it taken so long where do we go from here who the hell's running fifa right now really at this moment at this exact moment who's in charge who's in charge over there uh, is is set on the run is he safe in switzerland is he now not safe in switzerland we've talked about how he doesn't want to come to america because he'll probably get put in handcuffs if he comes to america people have said the same thing about japan and and other parts of the world that he'll be arrested if he goes to any of these other places well now is he safe in switzerland there are way more questions than there are answers. And we've got Kardik krishnayr coming on. We've also got Daniel Furstein coming on the show a little bit later. So hopefully we'll get some answers today. And when Daniel comes on a little bit later, we'll move beyond the FIFA scandal. And we'll talk about the CONCACAF Cup. We'll talk about Zyug and the one-game playoff with Mexico for that spot in the confederations cup i have this feeling it's been hitting me over the last couple of days it's gonna be a cagey tight affair nil nil maybe one one and go to penalties at the rose bowl i can already see it happening all right we're talking set ladder we're talking flatini we're talking fifa on the other side of this break carter krishnair is going to be on the line we'll continue the fifa talk with daniel Furstein a little bit later world soccer talk radio stay tuned
3: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, Cheers.
4: Hi, fantasy players. I'm Herman Moore, all pro wide receiver with some fantasy tips on how you can pick a winning roster this weekend by using some of the tips that I actually use to play. I look at three things, a consistent quarterback with reliable wide receivers, running backs that are the core to their offensive attack, and then matchups, team strengths versus their opponent's weaknesses. Those are my winning keys to picking a great roster. Okay, raise your hand if you made any money this weekend playing fantasy football. (laughs) I made money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Hi, this is Herman Moore, All-Pro Wide Receiver, letting you know you can win money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Just pick your players, stay under the cap, and watch your team win. Game start as low as $1. Come on, y'all. $1. Visit FanDuel.com to get started. Use the code HERM. H-E-R-M. That's FanDuel.com. Code HERM. FanDuel.com, code HERM. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. We know what it's
1: like, that persistent, nagging feeling that will only go away when you get away. For those with a passion for travel, there's the new Discover It Miles card. You earn unlimited 1.5 miles for every dollar you spend, and you can fly any airline anytime with no blackout dates. Just buy your ticket and use Miles to credit your statement. Apply now and Discover will double your miles at the end of your first year. So go on, scratch that travel itch. Get the new Discover It Miles card today. Limitations apply. Double miles for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash miles. See the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and
3: more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at Soccer on Dish. Welcome back
2: in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abrea. Pleasure to welcome back to the show. A familiar voice for all you fans of World Soccer Talk Radio, Mr. Kardik Krishnayer. Kardik, how you doing, sir?
5: I'm doing quite well,
2: Nate. How are you? I'm, I'm doing mighty fine. Are, are you staying uncorrupt
5: these days? Now it's tough in this sport. You get anywhere near this sport, it's, it's dirty. You know, it, it, it's funny, Nate. I come from a world of politics, the early, early world of politics, where corruption is, is rampant and corruption is open at times. Yet, I've ne- never, I mean, it, it's like Mickey Mouse stuff, uh, uh, small time stuff that I see in, in Florida and national politics compared to what goes on in soccer. It's
2: incredible. Well, especially to what's going on with this, this ongoing FIFA, some people call it a scandal, I'm calling it a saga, and it just continues to just leak and ooze more just awfulness, more, more corruption, more suspicion, and, and we continue to have more questions than we have answers, and this latest, uh, the, the last couple of days uh, have been... I think pretty important. And as you know, I I can be guilty of being a little bit overly cynical at times. And when some of the stuff came out, I went, Oh my God, you know, what what does it really mean? Where, like, how has it taken this long for quote unquote criminal investigations to come down against Seth Blatter? Is anything really going to come out of this? One of my. I hate to use the word favorite, but one of the most interesting things uh, that came out of this latest uh, issue here and the, the criminal investigations in Switzerland against set Blatter uh, was the direct connections to Michel Platini and, and the man who so many people look at as this, this knight in shining armor that's going to rescue FIFA post-Blatter and, and guide us out of the corruption age. So we, we have things like disloyal payments, we have misappropriation over a TV rights deal that was directly connected uh, to the disgraced Caribbean football chief and former uh, FIFA vice president, Jack Warner, Mr. Every Little Thing is going to be all right. And then we have, in the latest uh, seizing of documents, the quote-unquote Disloyal payments of what translates to over two million American dollars in 2011 to Michel Platini, and again, Platini widely expected in February, in just a few months, February 2016, to be taking over FIFA. Cardick, what what do you make of of Platini's connection? Uh, to these, these documents that were seized and the, the latest uh, interrogation and investigation of set Blatter?
5: Well, Plotten, couple, a couple issues with him. First off, um, he did apparently this consulting work for, for F- F- uh, FIFA uh, when he was consulting for UEFA from ninety eight to 2000, uh, 2002, something like that. And yet he didn't get paid until February 2011, just two months after the vote was held. That awarded Russia the 2018 World Cup and Qatar the 2022 World Cup. So that's very, very suspicious. Of course, his son got a job with a uh, firm in Qatar soon after that vote, and um, there, there, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a, there's a lot to be concerned about if you're if you're being realistic about this uh, with, with with Platini, a lot to be um, a, a, a lot here that I think. Very well, could cast question marks and aspersions over his character and his um, his uh, you know previously clean reputation. Which again, I, I'm I'm hesitating. I'm I'm saying this very slowly because I never thought Platini was a knight in shining armor that he had been made out to be. I mean, perhaps it's my own distaste for some of the things he's done in in, in his banishment of UEFA. But he to me is now a consummate football insider. And football insiders uh, who uh, ascend to high positions within FIFA tend to be tainted. And now we're seeing some empirical evidence of that.
2: Oh, absolutely. And now... One interesting, there's so many interesting aspects of this and, and the people within FIFA are saying all the allegations are, are fabricated and, and over the top and, and don't really exist uh, to the extent that uh, they're, they're being made out to uh, uh, exist as. We, we've joked about this on the show before uh, with our good friend Robin Burt and, uh, and a few other guests when we talk about bladder staying in Switzerland, bladder being safe. In, in Switzerland, in, in his homeland and, and near, uh, near his, his, all, his, all his FIFA cronies being able to surround him and, and being able to even surround himself with literally with, with bodyguards and whatever it's going to take to keep him safe and to put it in simple terms, out of handcuffs and, and out of a jail cell. So recently FIFA, they canceled their next executive committee meeting. Uh, actually, pardon me, they moved it from Tokyo to Zurich. And to me, that just cries out that if he was going to go anywhere outside of Switzerland, that he's going to be put in handcuffs. And, and we've talked about this with the Department of Justice here in America, that Sepp Blatter does not want to step foot in the United States. But now there, there's a whole loophole thrown into this thing because there's a, a Swiss— criminal investigation being put into this thing could it be that set bladder is going to be taken down in switzerland or is he just going to continue to to ride out his life in the in the in the sweet land of switzerland
5: uh no i think he's going to uh i think he i think he's he's in this situation now where he's probably got um the swiss authorities that will turn against him and and, and part of the reason now is i think um, even though he's a, he, he there's there's this kind of romanticism about his personality, his personal story, this self made man, this this loser of the sport, built it built uh, built himself up uh, from a small Swiss village uh, to this global power. I think ultimately the issue when it comes down to it with uh with with Sepp Blatter, Uh, based on what we read today, that now it appears he was working against what are perceived as the best interests of FIFA as an entity, that he may have been working in the best interests of individuals that he had traded votes with and favors, like Platini and Jack Warner, uh, in order to continue to get CONCACAF and uh, UEFA support for his own personal reasons, for his own personal campaign, his own personal stewardship of FIFA, and that, uh, in fact, FIFA itself which, of course, is this behemoth, right, this multi-gazillion uh, euro entity, it may have shortchanged money by some of these dirty deals. And, in fact, uh, FIFA itself may, have been, may not have been, the entity itself may not have been uh, gotten all the return on World Cup rights and things like that, TV rights, that it was entitled to or would have on an open market.
2: Is he going to become the the truly the the fall guy for this whole thing? Is it all going to come down on Set Blatter? When, when in all reality and look, I don't want to start like jumping th- to the defense here of Set Blatter, but there's so much more to this than just Blatter. There's so much corruption within FIFA. There are so many just blatantly corrupt individuals and and concepts and and constructs within the whole governing body, but. The way this thing's transitioning, is it going to become, hey, the the figurehead is going to go down for everybody? Because it, it seems like it's drifting in that direction, Cardic,
5: Yeah, I think Valka um, was the first sign of that, that Valka and, and Blatter may just be, uh, everything may be thrown on them, and then, oh, look, you know, we've eradicated the problem, let's just move on. It, it's a lot deeper than that. And again, uh, scapegoat, this is a massive scandal. I don't think it's easy for um, to, to, to just uh, pin the, point the finger at, and, and say, well, this, this is the reason, and, and scapegoat, folks. I think, I think it's a lot deeper, a lot more complicated than that. And as we talk about that, we talk about the complications that come from this, I think it's important, again, to remember um, that there aren't these nine degrees of separation or six degrees of separation a lot of folks would like to think there are from the game in, in this country, in the United States, from all of this. Now, as Jack Warner revelations were made today, my mind suddenly turned to what had happened with the TV deal for the 2010 and 2014 World Cups in the United States when Chuck Blazer intervened with Sepp Blatter and FIFA's Exco to award the uh, television rights in this country to stop United Marketing and then passed it on to ESPN rather than to the high bidder, which was NBC. That could be, again, I don't know what the exact uh, dollar amounts were, but that could be, again, con- construed as Blatter working against the best interest of the greater FIFA uh, uh, community in terms of monetarily uh, taking the, 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 the deal with NBC, taking the bid from NBC, and actually working um, at cross purposes for his own pur- for his own uh, enrichment—not uh, monetary enrichment, but um, control power by uh, rewarding an ally, Chuck Blazer, who had been a very, very critical part of his. Uh, of his uh, success and tenure leading uh, FIFA, and the continued willingness of FIFA up until this very day to turn a blind eye to to very obvious uh, violations of, of FIFA statutes being engaged uh, in by U.S. professional leagues, by all three professional leagues in the United States, and um, other things related to the game in the United States, like solidarity payments, makes you think that there's there might be some correlation. Um, sure.
2: Kardec, we got Cardick, we got about sixty seconds left here with you and, and one of the like questions that just stands in bold print for me. We we look at this lame duck situation with bladder and how platini or, or whether it's Prince Ali or whoever is supposed to come in in February, we're gonna get a new head of FIFA in February. Who the hell's running the ship right now?
5: I don't know. I mean I don't know if it's FIFA's bureaucracy, the staff uh, in that Taj Mahal in Zurich or if it's uh, one of the Confederation presidents. It looks like uh it's a ship that's adrift. drift. And, of course, they made the announcement about uh, the time the World Cup is going to be played in Qatar, which I don't think that's going to uh, go over real big with the Bundesliga and the Premier League and La Liga and Serie A and, and the big leagues in Europe. It's just right in the middle of their season and disrupt three of their seasons. That's I get the conversation for another day, even though that would have been the conversation today if this hadn't happened.
2: Well, I, I love We'll end it on this. Mr. Platini, you know, the, the, the supposed knight in shining armor who, who's who's Mr. Europe, Mr. UEFA, so he would understand the gripes that the Premier League and La Liga and the Bundesliga would have with the Qatar World Cup. No, he voted for the Qatar World Cup, Mr. Michel Correct. Platini. Cardin Krishnayer thank you so much for joining us, man. Always thank a good you. time. Again, thank that you. was Cardin Krishnayer. We're back with uh, Daniel Fierstein on the other side of this break. Stay tuned, World Soccer Talk Radio.
1: Box soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games,
3: and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com.
0: Now is the time to save on hardwood and more at Lumber Liquidators End of Summer Clearance Sale. We're making room for new fall inventory. That means it's your chance to get an incredible deal on solid pre-finished hardwood for just 99 cents. Three-quarter inch solid pre-finished maple for $1.99 plus $1 off Bellawood Brazilian Cherry and Koa Hardwood. Get 10 to 15% off all Morningstar Bamboo. American and European laminate for 49 cents and 24-month special financing. Hurry, the end of summer clearance sale is going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you.
6: GEICO applauds
0: your inner happy camper.
1: A merit badge of awesomeness goes out to the part of you that wants to put the recreation in recreational vehicle. The part of you that packs up everything and everybody in the RV and says, let's get this show on the road. Because GEICO has specialized agents who help save money on more than just car insurance. GEICO will insure that entire RV. So you can get the s'more making, poison ivy dodging, same song singing, ghost storytelling, campfire building, best time you ever had with your family, show on the road. GEICO for your RV. See how much you could save.
3: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, dot com Cheers
2: I am not a crook. I am uncorrupt. I have a clean, clean record. Don't tell anybody about that money that I got handed for the thing, you know, about the thing. But, hey, oh, hey, World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Aberrea tweet me at nate wst tweet all of us at world soccer talk follow at sports byline usa for updates on this program and the rest within the sports byline network another huge thank you to Kartik Krishnayer for joining us in that last segment talking all about the latest updates to the FIFA scandal or as i like to call it the FIFA saga and the swiss criminal investigations of set blatter the the offices raided, documents seized. We've heard all of this stuff before, but now it's really coming down on set bladder and it looks as if Mr. FIFA is going to become mr scapegoat and in many ways he brought this all upon himself and i don't know where the 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 initial you, you go back to june and all the stuff that we covered on this show back in june with, with the department of justice and and bladder coming out saying you know my my reign is is not over i i will i will run this thing for forever i'm i'm in fifa long live fifa long live fifa and you're kind of sitting back watching it going the hell's this guy on you know, and it had the feeling of of Richard Nixon back in the seventies. And I am I am not a crook. And and you know, who who were the the modern day FIFA investigation equivalent of Woodward and Bernstein going to be? And it turned out that there were thousands of journalists who would be willing to to be those individuals and, and line up and be the ones to take down that ladder. And so you looked at then the power of the Department of Justice and the power of of the the, the British. Uh, media and so many other media organizations, and, and now the, the Swiss authorities finally coming down against Sepp Blatter, and, and it looks like the, the everything's caving in on the guy, on, on this man in his, in his late 70s who, I mean, again, he, he's brought so much of this on himself, but I don't want it to just erase everybody else involved in this thing because it's so much deeper than Set Blatter it is so much deeper than one fat lunatic conceited nutjob swiss man the self-made story of set bladder it is so much deeper than him and so let's not get fooled by set bladder being taken down let's not celebrate set bladder being taken down because it's going to take a lot more than just taking down set bladder to change fifa and again I say this on the show so much, and I say it because I continue to hear, I continue to read on Twitter, oh, my God, from American soccer people especially who look at Michel Platini as this knight In shining armor, this man who is going to come in and rescue FIFA. Oh, he was a a former player. He he was a a great player, so he understands the the needs of soccer players. He is so in touch with the soccer fans of the world. And he he was Mr. UEFA, so he understands the the true needs of Europe. And he's in touch with all the leagues. And he's in touch with the the lesser leagues of Europe. And he's going to be the savior of FIFA the man voted for the Qatar World Cup. The man is now being suspected of taking a $2 million payment from Set Blatter. So let's take a chill pill on this whole praise Michel Platini tip that we're on because it's just not the right thing to be thinking here. To be thinking that Michel Platini is really going to be all that different on a corruption level, on a financial level Then Seth Blatter, then Jack Warner, then Chuck Blazer. So many other individuals out there who were a part of this whole thing. And again, it's deeper than just Seth Blatter. There's so many individuals that are going to come out of this thing at, at, at a certain point. When do you go, okay, clearly it's the system. And... There's that age-old saying, and, and I love Cardick brings up the fact that he you know, has worked extensively in politics for so many years, and, and it seems as if you know, the corruption in politics is almost like child's play compared to the, the money transferring and the, the disloyal payments and all this stuff that we're, we're seeing in FIFA. It's that age-old saying, you know, no matter how much you try to change the system from within, it's not you that will change the system. It's the system that will eventually change you. Look at Michel Platini and think about that statement of the system changing an individual, no matter how much that individual thinks he's going to step in there and be the one who who tackles corruption from the inside and and changes the system from within. No, it's the system that is eventually going to change the person. And Michel Platini is, I don't want to say a second coming of Seth Blatter, but my goodness, when when it's coming out that... He not only voted for the Qatar World Cup, I always point to that on the show, but that he's now perhaps taken directly a, a two million dollar payment four years ago from Set Bladder himself. And that's your knight in shining armor? Good luck with that. See how that whole thing goes in February. Yeah, my name is Nate Abrea. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio. And I think it's time to move beyond this this whole FIFA thing. And it is a pleasure to welcome in now the man who is full of fire. We're talking all about the CONCACAF Cup. Daniel Furstein, you're on the line. How you doing, lad?
7: Nate, man, how's it going? Thank you for having me on. Are you uncorrupt? I, uh, well, let's see here. Last time I checked. Uh, I am
2: uncorrupt, yes. I love it. Say it loud, say it proud. We are uncorrupt right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Nate and Daniel. Hey, we've only got uh we've only got like 3 minutes before we got to head to break here and then we'll talk uh we'll we'll extend this conversation greatly uh in the next segment. Have a have a nice quarter hour patch to talk all about USA Mexico. But this CONCACAF Cup, man. We're we're 15 days away as we stand right now and the the thirty five man roster going on you got so many questions and and when's Jurgen gonna boil this thing down I think that's the question that we'll start with and and if we can kind of keep it keep it to about two minutes right now when is Jurgen gonna boil this thing down when is he gonna truly select his squad for this one match playoff with L three well I think it should be
7: at least next week I would like to think that next weekend he should boil down his roster for this big Confederations Cup spot that's on the line. Of course, CONCACAF wanting to make that spot a lot harder to get. at. If you could win both Gold Cup tournaments, then it's not a big deal. But obviously that did not happen for the United States, so I would like to think he should boil it down by next weekend because next, the Saturday after that, that's the big game for
2: big Cajones. For, for big, for big Dolores, for for big cojones, big big everything. It's going to take the big cojones to win that match. And and how are you feeling right now? Because it seems as if Mexico would be the team that's riding a little bit higher into Pasadena.
7: Very true, but uh, there is an injury to the Mexico national team. Andreas Gordado he injured himself in the UEFA Champions League for his club side over in the Netherlands. And you know what? I just got to say that uh, that's a big loss for Mexico. They're a big penalty kick taker, uh, as we have seen in this past Gold Cup, a uh, big playmaker in the midfield as well as scoring the goals. You know, that's a big loss for Mexico. Now they still have a solid uh, bunch of players that are probably ready to go. But still, when you lose an Andreas Guardado, that's a big hit for El Tree.
2: It is a massive loss for Mexico. My favorite sideshow Bob lookalike in all of the world will not be suiting up for Mexico on October 10th. And again, going back to the Gold Cup, And this is something that I know some of you folks out there who listened to this show and followed everything that I talked about during the Gold Cup. Andres Guardado was the man who held that sinking ship up. He was the man who held Mexico together and even said publicly after that semifinal against Panama, the the Mark Geiger show uh, in that semifinal, he said, Man, I, I almost considered, the, the thought crossed my mind of missing this penalty on purpose uh, that would tie the game and send it to extra time. Obviously, I wasn't going to do that, but the fact that the thought even crossed my mind showed where we're at and how much we really didn't deserve to go on to the final in this tournament, but he nails the penalty. He keeps his team together, and some of the things that he said publicly show that he truly is the leader of that team. So not only are they without a great playmaker, a great skill guy, they are without their true leader on the pitch and off the pitch for that big match against the USA. We'll talk a little bit more about the U.S. men's national team and the Concacaf up on the other side of this break with Daniel team. World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
4: Hi, fantasy players. I'm Herman Moore, all-pro wide receiver with some fantasy tips on how you can pick a winning roster this weekend by using some of the tips that I actually use to play. I look at three things, a consistent quarterback with reliable wide receivers, running backs that are the core to their offensive attack, and then matchups, team strengths versus their opponent's weaknesses. Those are my winning keys to picking a great roster. Okay, raise your hand if you made any money this weekend playing fantasy football. I made money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Hi, this is Herman Moore, All-Pro wide receiver, letting you know you can win money this weekend playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Just pick your players, stay under the cap, and watch your team win. Game start as low as $1. Come on, y'all, $1. Visit FanDuel.com to get started. Use the code HERM, H-E-R-M. That's FanDuel.com, code HERM. FanDuel.com, code HERM. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. We know what it's like.
1: That persistent, nagging feeling that will only go away when you get away. For those with a passion for travel, there's the new Discover It Miles card. You earn unlimited 1.5 miles for every dollar you spend. And you can fly any airline anytime with no blackout dates. Just buy your ticket and use Miles to credit your statement. Apply now and Discover will double your miles at the end of your first year. So go on. Scratch that travel itch. Get the new Discover It Miles card today. Limitations apply. Double miles for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash miles. The
0: experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Football season is back, and this time around it's all about you, the fan. Thanks to Rabble.tv, now you can call the action for your favorite college and pro teams for free. It's your team, so why not give your fans your call? Just mute your TV and provide your own play-by-play or armchair commentary. Or listen to other fans like you who love your team as much as you do. With rabble.tv you can create and enjoy sports broadcasts created by fans on your desktop through your iOS, Android app, or through your mobile browser. So blitz the booth this football season and go to rabble.tv to schedule a broadcast today. The most
2: uncorrupt soccer radio show in the world. World Soccer Talk Radio is here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea, joined now by Daniel Furstein, joined a little earlier in the show by Cardiff Krishnire. It's a U.S. soccer and FIFA corruption extravaganza in this edition, the Friday edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. But we're moving forward. We're talking all about the CONCACAF Cup, which is 15 days away, USA and Mexico, down there in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. For all the marbles, well, I mean, the Confederations Cup marbles, if you want to call them that. I love the U.S. soccer ad that came out a few weeks ago. It doesn't get any bigger than this. And I remember looking at that and going, well, wait, actually, it gets a, a lot bigger than this. There's a thing called the World Cup. But, but anyway, I get how you guys are trying to hype it up. Go, USA. All right. Daniel, frontline. USA. It's my my favorite conversation to have as far as the personnel, as far as the the decisions pre-game, the tactics from Zyugin. Who do you? Well, we'll do this. We'll do a two-part question here. Who do you want to see up front for the U.S. Men's National Team? Part two: Who will we see up front for the U.S. Men's National Team on October 10th against Mexico?
7: Well, obviously, who I want and who I also think is going to be up there going to be Josie Altidore and Clint Dempsey. I think you're going to have to see both of those guys up there, and you're going to have to see them working together and trying to pull out a, you know, a couple of goals here and there, and I think they can both do that. <coughs> Pardon me, but, you know, I don't know who Jurgen who might put out there, but obviously you know, it has to be Clint Dempsey and it has to be Josie Altidore. Michael Bradley will probably be behind them feeding the ball. And then you're going to see maybe Danny Williams coming off the bench as a substitute if the U.S. needs a spark off the bench. And the only reason why I say that, and I understand Danny Williams is more of a defensive player, but he can bring up the ball. He can also attack. He can score. Obviously, the goal he scored against the Netherlands earlier this year and that goal against Brazil in a hapless 4-1 loss. Uh, you see why Danny Williams should be a part of this national team right now, especially when qualifying gets underway in November in the semifinal round. So that's what I, I like to see. And that's what I also believe uh, Jurgen's going to do, because right now we don't know where the strikers are going to be coming from. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of talk at uh, Red Bull's uh, training facility. Matt Miazga, who has had a great season, should get a look from Jurgen, whether that's going to be uh, during this competition. Well, obviously it'll be with the Olympic team, but many are saying that Miazga should get an opportunity for Jurgen for the senior team on the back line.
2: Well, you transition exactly into what I wanted to talk about with you next, and that is the, the constant squad rotation, the constant experimentation of Jurgen Klinsmann. This is one game. There, there is nothing beyond this. This is one game against Mexico. And it's gotta be your best eleven, and I have that i I hope that that Jurgen realizes that or or are we still fearing that it's gonna be Jurgen going, well, there's still room for for experimenting in this thing or i mean is he gonna get it in his head that this is This is it. There's no tomorrow as far as another route into the Confederations Cup. And even, forget even what they're they're playing for. Forget even the Confederations Cup for a second. Just the fact that we've never seen anything like this before. This is unprecedented as far as U.S. soccer. A one- game playoff this is not a home and home this is not on aggregate one game between the usa and mexico randomly scheduled in october i mean the 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 theater of it is incredible is he going to treat it truly like it's one game and put his best 11 out there he's got no
7: choice that's the reality of it he has no choice he has to get the best 18 roster from the 35 preliminary roster that he has brought together, and he has to throw them into this big fire pot. Has to do it no matter what because, you know, they've supposedly, we all thought that, uh, you know, he earned it uh, when they won the last Gold Cup two years ago. CONCACAF makes the changes saying, now we're going to make it uh, if you win the, the one that was just played this past summer, then you don't have to worry about this playoff. But because of the poor semifinal match against Jamaica, uh, the United States has now put themselves into a big hole, and the only way to dig themselves out of this hole is to have the 18 best players ready to go, go out there at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, and to fight and claw and scratch to reclaim that Confederation's Cup spot back.
2: Daniel, I do not want to be too harsh on Jurgen here, so I'm going to take a step back and kind of ask this to all U.S. soccer fans, and, and I'll include Juergen in in the direction of this question. Do we know what our best 18 is right now? To be
7: honest with you, I don't know. I mean, here's the situation you have right now. And if I'm going to have to say this man's name, I'm probably going to have to say this man's name because – we are missing a Landon Donovan right now. And while we should have enough out there to go forward and to play better and to be better and to have any chance of beating Mexico, which I think they, they should, we're missing a guy like Landon Donovan who uh, basically uh, d- he just ended it. He just didn't want to be a part of it anymore, and he felt that's the end of it. If he wasn't going to be in the World Cup, uh, the last one that just happened over in Brazil, then what's the point? So we have a big question mark right now. I mean, we still have some solid players, obviously good technical players by Michael Bradley, as well as Clint Dempsey. Uh, Josie Altador has been a very big question mark in his national team career. We have some solid players, but when are they going to make that big step to becoming world-class? And that's the issue we have right now.
2: I had this weird dream the other night that this game uh, went to penalties. I, I had this weird, with this weird vision of this game being very cagey. Uh, uh, Thuka coming out. Uh, on the Mexico side and putting together a real defensive lineup and, and maybe backing off of, of the momentum that he might have. And Jurgen kind of doing the same thing and both, both teams feeling each other out for the first half and maybe a, a, nil, nil one, one go to extra time, go to penalties. Could you see something like this? Or are you, or do you have a, maybe a suspicion in the other direction that this could be one of the most thrilling pieces of theater uh, that that we've seen in, in CONCACAF in, in years. Recent times.
7: Anything and everything that has USA versus Mexico will always have theater. That is for sure. You can get your popcorn, you can get your candy, you can get your favorite soft drink, or if you want, for the heck of it, get your favorite bottle of beer. Because these games will always be top notch in this confederation. This is the big rival game that CONCACAP has to offer. Yeah, there's been a couple of others here and there, but nothing matches. That border war between the United States and Mexico. I think we're going to see a very good match. I am hoping the United States does win this match, but we will see what happens. And I will say this I have this match ending in extra time. We will not have penalties. We will see this match end in extra time.
2: Do you have a, a team that is going to be victorious in extra time, Daniel? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> sneaky 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 and cheeky and so well done it's like he hosts radio shows himself be sure to check out First Dean's fire and all of uh daniel's work uh with rabble.tv as well hey we got uh, about six minutes left here with you and i want to actually move away from the Concacaf cup right now and Talk about something coming up next Wednesday, September the 30th, and that is the U.S. Open Cup Final, Uh, one of my my favorite tournaments in in all the world, one that's near and dear to to my soccer heart and and my soccer upbringing and, and what I was taught about what this tournament means uh, to grassroots soccer, it's two uh, big, <clears throat> pardon me, two big uh, M- MLS sides uh, going toe to toe in the final at PPL Park. It's Philadelphia and KC. Why don't you give us a little preview uh, of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup final uh, here in 2015? Well,
7: let me say this right now: it's a big, big miracle to see the Philadelphia Union once again not doing well in league play, and once again they're hosting the Open Cup final at PPL Park. Uh, this coming Wednesday, I believe, it will be on Fox Sports 1. Uh, it should be exciting to see this matchup, but I have to be honest, while Philadelphia has taken this tournament seriously, and that's a great thing to see because we need to take this tournament seriously. It doesn't matter what level you're in in, in American soccer. It's MLS, NESL, USL, PDL, MPSL, or semi-professional amateur leagues. This is our domestic championship that has to be taken seriously. Well, Daniel, before we take it
2: seriously, people need to know what the hell it is first.
7: (laughs) Oh, that's why I'm here, and that's why you're here, because (laughs) while we're doing the job of U.S. soccer, and let me just say this, I, I believe U.S. soccer has been improving. Not all the way yet, but they have done a better job of trying to make it a lot more meaningful, a lot better. The promotion part is still lacking, but there have been some good moments from U.S. soccer that have made their improvements to the Open Cup, especially finally, a round of 16 draw. Now, fine, it's not the ball in the big pot, and that's fine. As long as there's some sort of uh, you know, mechanism they're going to use, I'm happy with it, and I'm glad. Uh, but to go back to the final, um, I think Sporting Kansas City has a lot more firepower than what Philadelphia has. Uh, I think Jim Curtin has done a very good job with Philadelphia, but there's still some problems on Philadelphia, and I just feel that Sporting Kansas City, under the direction of Peter Vermees, uh, Peter Vermees has his club going very well. Obviously, you've got Dom Dwyer, as I like to say, Mr. LaRue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you've know, Benny Foulharber in the midfield, Graham Zuzzi in the midfield. Uh, I thought their goalkeeping was going to be a bit suspect after the retirement of uh, Jimmy Nielsen and, of course, uh, Kronberg not being on this team anymore. But you know what? They've looked really solid. And anything Peter Vermes does, it's it's going to be a very hardworking team that will go out there and do well. Namath has looked very solid as well. Uh, but I do see this one being a... I think I'll say a three-one Sporting Kansas City victory, and they'll win their second Open Cup in three seasons.
2: Daniel, it's a it's a late autumn Wednesday night, or pardon me, an early autumn uh, Wednesday night in Philadelphia. Are you expecting a big crowd for this game? Or are the Philly fans gonna gonna pack PPL Park the way they should for a, a Cup final on their home turf?
7: They didn't do it last time. I hope they do it this time because you know if, if your if your management tells you this is a tournament that means a lot to them and they're gonna go for a trophy. I would think that Philadelphians would go to PPL Park and fill it up to the hilt, standing room only, and go and support your side as as loud as you would in a regular season game.
2: Now Daniel, in in the two minutes that we got left here with you I want to ask you what it's going to take for, for other teams to, to do what's right and take this competition seriously and really market it to their fans the way I, I got to tip my cap to, to the Seattle Sounders uh, over the years the way they have embraced this tournament although the way they embrace this tournament stems back to before they were in Major League Soccer and how much they've actually really transitioned that into being a major League soccer team and still uh, embracing the history of this US Open Cup something that is over a hundred years old and very much follows the model of the FA Cup in England and is such a beautiful, beautiful concept and again something where I've had family members play in this tournament back in the 60s and 70s, it's such a great thing what's it going to take for for teams in Major League Soccer to market this thing to their fans and to really embrace the beauty of the US Open Cup for years moving forward?
7: Well I think it's really simple uh, how to promote this Uh, I've done this many times I go to people who are not soccer fans, and I've used baseball as an analogy. As you know, there is no uh, promotion relegation in baseball. You have your minor league system, and you have your major league. So if you tell them, and uh, since you're in San Francisco, I'm assuming uh, San Francisco Giants fan, correct?
2: Die hard since birth, diapers changed at Candlestick Park, indeed.
7: Okay. So and I remember the Giants used to have Fresno as their AAA affiliate in the Pacific Coast League, correct? Indeed. So this is what you do. You tell your friends about the Open Cup, and you tell them, let's just say for the heck of it, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers of Major League Baseball playing a game against the San Francisco Giants, but it will not be the Major League Baseball Giants. It will be their AAA affiliate in the Pacific Coast League, the Fresno Grizzlies. And the game actually meant something. And they look at you with a surprised face, and they say, well, tell me more. And that's how you get these fans that are not fans – Or you get these fans that are not, they're MLS fans, but they are not aware of the Open Cup or they don't care about the Open Cup. And you show them why, over 100 years old, that this is the greatest cup competition on this soil of a country called the United States of America.
2: Well, that's, a, that's a, something that transitions into another conversation that I, I hope we will have soon on this show. MLS fans, fans who are new to Major League Soccer who don't really know about the U.S. Open Cup and the responsibility of Major League Soccer to market this tournament. How much of that responsibility lies with Major League Soccer. We'll be sure to talk about that another time right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Daniel Ferdstein, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you very much. Take care. Again, that was Daniel Furstein, Furstein's Fire. Check it out. World Soccer Talk Radio is back with you after this. Take the express train home. you struggling with addiction
6: or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage.
3: I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help.
6: I took the first step to
7: recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214 800 521 I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs.
3: I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs.
7: I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214.
0: 800-521-3214
7: Call Lear Capital now. 800-631-9229.
2: So Leicester City is hosting Arsenal tomorrow. One of the uh, 7 o'clock West Coast kickoffs, 3 o'clock over there in the UK. 10 Eastern time for all of you East Coasters here in the US of A. Leicester Arsenal is a fixture that is near and dear to my heart because it brings back one of the most stunning television displays that I've ever seen in my entire life and that was Dennis Bearcamp's hat trick past sadly past Casey Keller back god I think it was 1997 and it was Leicester and Arsenal. And anytime I see those teams match up, especially if it's at Leicester, I can't help but think back to that day. Look that one up on YouTube, the Dennis Bearcamp hat trick against Leicester City. If Liverpool managed to find a way to lose at home to Aston Villa, will Brendan Rodgers be sacked in the morning? Will he be sacked in the morning? That is a pretty reasonable question to ask the way things are going at Liverpool these days. Newcastle hosting Chelsea, dumpster fire hosting team that was struggling and now is back on the up and up Jose heading up North. See what they can do up there. Newcastle beat Chelsea last year. There's a little premier league around the UK around, uh, around the UK for this weekend. Hope you enjoy whatever league you're watching from Mexico to Spain to the J League to the Premier League and all the way back to Major League Soccer everywhere in between. Have a great footballing weekend. Thanks to Daniel. Thanks to Cardick. Thanks to the Gafford. Thanks to Cuddy for engineering this thing. My name's Nate Abarea. Bye for now.